0: So in our first reading, uh, we have an account from Genesis about Jacob who was separated from his son, Joseph, and longs to see him. And he's woken up in a vision, and God says "From Jacob, Jacob, here am I, he replies, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go to Egypt, for I will make a great nation of you there. I will go down to Egypt with you. I myself will bring you back again. I love the the confidence. that such, the, the, the way God speaks, it's like it's a series of promises, right? And it's like when the Lord speaks, this isn't, a, we'll see how it goes. Sure, go down and we'll see what happens. And sure, if needs be, I'll intervene. There's no kind of, there's no kind of, Ambiguity or kind of grey there—it's just really, really clear. I'm sending you go, and I will be with you. And I think for for, for many of us, uh, we can easily slip into this kind of grey area when it comes to God's promises as regards us. So God's promises as regards the big things, as regards world peace, as regards uh, the church—you know, never being overcome by by evil or whatever it may be—those kind of Promises, um, okay. The Lord will take care of those because they're, they're there's those big biblical epic promises that, that He has to take care of. But when it comes to kind of walking by me, being with me, or fathering me, yeah, that's maybe hopefully He has time. You know, hope we hope for the best, like you know. But I think very easy you can slip, slip, slip into this kind of lack of confidence that the Lord will actually take care of me personally. And then, like, my issues, while they are important to me in the grand scheme of things, they're not hugely important. I mean, it's important that I get a job. It's important that I have, you know, a family or if you're hoping to get married or... or, uh, On the grand scheme of things, they're not hugely important to us as individuals. They are very important, understandably. But, yeah, I mean... I mean, I hope God will listen. I hope God will take care of it. But... Maybe there are just more important things to be done. It's, 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 It's a subtle little kind of a little kind of a a temptation and it's this is like that that period of waiting is the devil's playground so from the 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 moment that this desire springs up in your heart and often these desires are actually put there by god in the first place you know the the desire to have a family the desire to to realize your vocation whatever it may be these desires they're, they're good things but it's that period then from when the desire starts there's this waiting period while things are developing or while things are being pruned. while, while like the, the, That waiting period is not useless. It's not dead time at all. It's a time of preparation. But as I say, it's also the, the devil's playground because that's a, absolutely the occasion when he will say, see this, look at your situation. Look at it. You are waiting and nothing is happening. You are waiting and nothing is moving forward. You're waiting and you still have no child and you're still not married and you still have no car and you still have no house, still have no job, still have no... whatever you're praying for. Health. You know, whatever it may be. You're waiting and nothing is happening. He doesn't care. He's not listening. You don't really matter. There are other more important people out there. there, are other, there are other, actually, there are other holier people out there than you. They've prayed better. They're getting their prayers answered. Look, look around you. Everyone else is getting their prayers answered. See all these happy People. All their happy little vocations and happy little children, and there's you, big bag of misery. You know, so obviously, like they're better people. They've prayed better, and God maybe kind of slightly prefers them. So, should sure, we can hope, I suppose, that eventually He might hear you. It's like it's diabolical what goes on in that in that waiting period. Like it's awful. It really is awful, and it's fairly constant too, because every time you see something good. Every time we see someone else's blessing, it can remind me that maybe the devil will use everyone else's blessings to highlight to me that maybe I'm not quite as blessed as them. So now even the good things, the enemy tries to turn them into something negative, to poison me against my father. Very, very serious stuff. Very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. It's just, it's so, as I said, so typically diabolical for, for the enemy to try and and use everything and anything he can to get us to doubt the goodness of our Father. And this, this waiting period like this waiting period can be such a somewhat difficult but beautiful time. Because in that in that in that waiting, in that period of of, of patience, in that period of, of of hope, what should be development I'm learning to pray and I'm learning to hold on to God maybe in a way that I've never had to before because maybe when I was younger my intentions were, were smaller and maybe they got answered a lot quicker and maybe my intentions weren't that serious. I mean, when you're a teenager your biggest intentions are oh my goodness, I hope my, I don't get receding hairline. I hope, I hope this person falls in love with me. I hope I pass an exam. You know, they're small little things like in the grand scheme of things. They're important, they're important. Except, except receding hairlines, so that doesn't matter. But... But then as we get bigger, our intentions get, get, get bigger as well, you know? And it's just so, so typical then, as, as, as we have to wait maybe for, for longer, maybe for a month, two months, maybe a year, three years, five years, for something that the enemy will use that time to say, see, nothing is happening. He doesn't care. It's just back to this kind of fundamental temptation from Adam and Eve. Your father isn't good. Your father will not take care of you. You want to be happy? Take it, because he's not going to give it to you. You want grace? You want blessing? Whatever it is, whatever you want in your life, you want joy, pleasure. Take it, because he won't give it to you, because he's not good. And that's why, like, when you hear these words, you know, uh, to, to Jacob, do not be afraid to go to Egypt. So, do not be afraid to, to realize this, this this desire of your heart to see your son. Not only will I be with you, I will make you a great nation there. I myself will go with you and I will bring you back. I will be with you because I am your father. I will be with you. And so in, in, in this period of, of waiting, like I think, Jeannie, if we could just see it this way, if we could just see this, this period of, of, of waiting with eyes kind of of excitement. Do you know, I, I remember when I, was, when I was a child, like um, the 15th of December, to the 25th of December, felt like four years. Do you remember that? You know, that 10-day ten, that ten period where you're like, it's almost Christmas, it's almost Christmas, almost getting the presents, this is so exciting, I can't sleep, I can't eat. Oh. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you know, I want to stay up all day, all night, I'm so excited. And though that 10-day period just seemed to drag on, it just felt like forever until Christmas Day, finally would come. I mean, we should have a bit of that in our adult lives you know like being excited for the grace that god is going to give do you know i can't wait for that day when whatever this promise is whenever whatever this this grace is whatever this, this 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 hope that he has planted in my heart i can't wait to see its realization because it will happen because he is my father if it is something good then I hold on to that, to that promise of the Lord. I mean, and we should, yeah, we should, maybe I should preface that by, by saying, when we've prayed for something, hold on, wait for the promise, wait for, wait for the Lord to say, I will do this for you. And if you will, then it will come. Then it will come. But we do have to wait for that answer because at times what, we have, what we're praying for might not be the, the most important thing now or it might not be the right thing now or it might not be the right person now. So pray. we, 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 like we, we, we immerse ourselves in, in the embrace of our Father and we, we offer to him our intentions and our prayers and our needs and then listen. And As Irish, we're not very good at that, like listening to the Lord in prayer. Listen to what he's saying. And if, if he, in, in, in the deepest part of your heart, if, when he makes that promise, write it down. Hold on to it. And get excited. Write it down. Like, write it on your phone. You know, the Lord has said this. And write down the date and everything. Do not forget this. Like, if the Lord has made a promise, he has made a promise. That's a divine word. Write it down. And get excited about it. The Lord will come good in his promises. Always. 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 And then everyone else's blessings and the the good that we see everywhere else isn't a threat to me. But it's a proof that God is good. It's a proof that God takes care of every single one and their needs. And so he will also take care of mine. You see, the the difference in perspective. Because if if, if we're in this waiting period and looking at everyone, everyone else's blessings as if I have been forgotten, that's a very negative and sad and lonely place to be. Whereas if we see everyone else's blessings as proof of God's goodness, now, it's a very positive place to be, even though your circumstances are the same. You know, this is... I've told this story before, but uh, I remember hearing from, from a lady who... Uh, she was working in an office, and she'd been married for three or four years and had, hadn't succeeded in having a child yet. And... You know, she was worried about this and she was concerned and and prayed about it and so on. And one of her colleagues at work got married and within a couple of months was coming in with pictures of the scans, the 12-week scan, the 24-week scan, and whatever it was. And she said, I just felt this absolute envy boil up in my heart, so much so, that I wished she would lose the child. You know, it's a, a, she, said, I, she said it, it, it was, it was a, the most horrible thought I'd ever had. It just, my envy led me to that. I, I, you know, she has everything. She's so amazing and blessed and wonderful house and husband and yada, 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 All good. All I want is a child. Now she has that too. I hope she loses it. You know, it was, she shocked herself with, 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 with what this, this, this waiting period is capable of doing, what the enemy is capable of, of, of stirring up in our hearts in that time, instead of seeing everyone else's blessings as proof that God is good. So today, in our own prayer time, let's, I suppose, if we can, be clear with ourselves and be clear with God, what, what, what do I want, actually? You know, what are mine? What, 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 what do I want from the Lord? What are the desires that he has placed in my heart? These good and holy desires. What are they? Because they're not these short-term things of, you know, just passing exams or something. Those, they're important. But there are bigger issues that the Lord wants. There are bigger gifts that the Lord wants to give us. What are they? If we pray about them and we bring them to the Lord and then in our heart of hearts, we, we, we wait until we hear that answer, you know, this I will give you. Well, then you hold on to that promise and write it down. And get excited about it, because the Lord is our Father. The Lord is good, and the Lord will come good on all of his promises, always. Amen.